Broadcasting live from Sanderson Ford for their 67th anniversary sale, it's Rosie on the House. Romy, do you want to cover scam alerts or introduce the guests? <laughs> <laughs> scam alerts, that's boring. <laughs> you can get that information on any program. Okay, all right. It's not a live broadcast at Sanderson Ford without bringing out the heavy hitters. We had Al McCoy join us last hour to start off as he's just wrapped up his 50th year wow. announcing for the Phoenix Suns. And when I looked up his profile, I'm like, it said 1972. I'm like, wait, he hasn't been doing it 50 years. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, 72 was 50 years ago. <laughs> 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 We've got Tim Hattrick, Tim Ben and Brooke. Welcome to the broadcast. I think this is... The fifth or sixth time we've had the pleasure of having you on when we're out here at Sanderson Ford. Absolutely. It's great to see you guys. Great to be back with you, like, face-to-face and, uh, you know, just all, all together the way it used to be. So. Man, it's like, talking, it's like talking old home week. I yeah. mean, your, your, uh, your high school and my high school were big rivals. I, rivals. Went to, I went to Scottsdale High, which is no longer there. Where did yeah. you go? So, well, I started at Sora. Okay, and all then, right. And then graduated Chaparral just barely. Just barely. <laughs> Yeah, I know that feeling. Uh, By the skin of my teeth. There's a lot of people right now that just barely finished. No kidding. Oh, yeah, I my Scottsdale High was great. It was right at Scottsdale and Indian School, yeah. basically. And then they they uh, tore, tore it down to put up a mall. And it's been so long ago that mall went out of business. Yeah. That was the, the Galleria. Uh, I remember they said that didn't that, last long. No, it didn't. And it was like uh, I think it was too high end, if that's possible for Scottsdale, but. It was. They came in and they, they. I remember they did an assembly once when I was still at Scottsdale High, and they said the land that this high school sits on is so valuable. We could pick up the entire place and move it like three blocks from here, and it would still be profitable to sell the land and build a brand new school a few blocks away. So I realized back then we weren't probably going to be there for long. So well, Scottsdale High was kind of innovative, and uh, it's actually where I started learning construction. Oh, yeah. Because in the back of the campus. Votech, right? That was the vocational training. And yes. I, and I got bused from Chaparral and Sawara. Right. I think three afternoons a week and actually got to learn what a 16-penny nail was and how to drive it and That's what a true. nail gun was yeah. and how to lay block and mortar and uh, – that's really where I started getting my formal training was right there at Scottsdale High School. I wonder, do they have programs like that around high schools now? Oh, boy, still? do they. Because so like that's on, so on, great. On steroids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've got them. And I can't remember the oversight name of the uh, agency that does it, but there's 14 districts in Arizona. I'm sure you've heard of EVIT. Okay, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. West Mech. Yep. You know, they have regional districts, and there's 14 throughout the state. Tucson's J-Ted. is JTED. So. They, yeah. they do have great vocational Well, I, and, you know, that was such a big deal. I did a little bit of the automotive uh, yeah. courses yeah, there. Yeah, 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 And, um, you know, and we had four kids in four years. And so I told them all, look, you can't all go to college. So if a couple of you want to learn a trade, <laughs> that's okay with me. And I, I, I wish there was a little more uh, emphasis on that because it's a great way to get out of high school and start making money and making a living right away. Our well, guest at the 8 o'clock, he brought his son who's – just about to turn 17 and he's does uh, artificial turf and weed uh weed turf oh, i heard that's very big now no yeah. <laughs> oh weed control i'm sorry yeah. i stopped you too soon <laughs> that, that even took me a second uh, <laughs> I, 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 I needed coffee to catch up with tim here that's right <laughs> 
But uh, no, yeah, it's great. I, I uh, you know, uh, m- one of my daughters is a hairstylist, and she, through all of my career, has made more money than me. So there's nothing wrong with working with your hands, and uh, I don't need to tell you guys that. And, and Tim, sure. how long have you been on air? We we had Al McCoy here, and he's you wow. know celebrate fifty years. He's fifty years. I mean, I'm a little behind. How about, Al. How about Tim Hatrick? I think it's somewhere in the early thirties right now. That's but, awesome. And it's been a, a ride. I. Tell people I haven't had a, a good career. I've had about five different good careers, and <laughs> I keep coming back. So uh, until Pete, they find a way to keep me from being on the radio, I guess I'll be here. You know, I didn't go to uh, Saguaro and Scottsdale High School to learn to lay brick to get on the radio. People right. always ask me, how would you get on the radio? It was easy. Somebody dared me. Uh-huh. Now, how did you get on the radio? You know, it's funny because back when I was going to high school, there was a station that was based out of – Thomas Mall, which was at Thomas and 44th Street. Yeah. And uh, there was a little station that had a window into the mall. And I remember just, I was about 15 or 16, just on a summer day being bored and going down there and staring into the studio and watching this guy do a show. (laughs) And after a couple hours, he invited me in to sit there and and watch him do it. What a hoot. And from that day, honestly, I was... uh, I went, I, I think I could do this for a living. I could see myself doing this. And so I went to NAU or, uh, yeah, and, and worked on their radio and TV program, worked on stations up there, and, and here I am all these years later. I've tried to do other stuff. I'm just not very good at it. Well, you're very, <laughs> well, you are, you are a, a, a legacy member of the local broadcast. Well, I appreciate pool, that, That's brother. for sure. Uh, listen, you know, also, my mom told me a story that once they were uh, buying a car, they were working at a dealership buying a car and there was a radio personality at the lot doing a show from the lot and I was maybe four years old and I stood there and watched the guy and I was enamored and all these years later here I am at a car dealership <laughs> on the radio <laughs> wow the, the equipment's a little different it's a but little the, different yeah. oh man isn't that the truth isn't that the truth but it's neat the consumer end of radio still is the same and yeah what one of the things I enjoy about it is one of the things advertisers hate. It's like, well, how do you know how many people listen? You don't. How yeah. do you track them? You don't. It's a private medium that you yeah. consume without uh, being, being tracked. Being tracked. <laughs> yeah. No, it's changed. I've I'm, I'm worked for some pretty wise people who said, uh, if what you have to say and do is interesting, then uh, the platform may change, the pipeline may change, but they'll always need good content. And I'm lucky that I'm on a, I'm on a good platform and, and people through either listening on the radio or on the apps, you know. It's funny. We used to, our show at one time, the Tim and Willie show, was syndicated on about, I don't know, 22 different stations around the country. And we thought we were a, <laughs> watch out, Rush Limbaugh, we're coming for you. Um, but, uh, but now, it, you don't have to be syndicated. We get... We get calls from people. We, we stream our show in the morning on Facebook yeah. for an hour. And there's a woman who listens every morning for us, afternoon for her from Italy. There's people in Australia that listen. There's people who listen all over the world uh, online. And it's a, it's a really cool way to be syndicated, you know. Speaking How does it of, do that? Huh? How does it do that? I don't know. I, I, it's, it's all technical to me. I mean, the one time we had the broadcast engineer on, and he was saying, Rosie, you talk into your microphone, right? And then it goes in this wire, finds its <laughs> way back to the broadcast, goes up to a satellite that's twenty-two thousand miles, sure, circling above the Earth, comes back to all your other stations that are carrying your voice, and the people are listening to your voice after traveling through the wires and the air and all that. Does about seven tenths of a second. Yeah. After you say it, now how do they do that? I don't know, but I just want to send a shout out to. Gugliano Marconi, who invented this whole thing. 
quite we're, an idea. Well, listen, Mr. Hattrick, we're on a home improvement show. What's the last home improvement project you tackled? Well, you know, I, uh, I, I very much love my favorite tool in my toolbox is the Black & Decker Power Check Rider. I love to <laughs> hire somebody else to come do it for me. But I've, I've been looking at my uh, master bathroom, my shower, and uh, I probably I could probably use new countertops in there. But mostly my shower, it's like a, you know, it's, it's a walk-in shower with no door. Okay. And there's two shower heads. And it's just the tile in it is a little tired and old, and uh, it probably needs to be... Uh, redone at some point, and so that's something that's been on my list for a little while. What's the vintage of the home? I'm going to say it was uh, built in the early 70s and okay. maybe okay. flipped in the um, maybe mid-2000s. No sunken shower. Um, no. Those were real popular back in that's the right, yeah. Yeah, we, right. We, we were able to charge people extra for those. That's funny. And now and, we're making a lot of money filling them all back in. And I lived in central Phoenix, and there was, uh, you know, the ranch homes, the, the one-story ranch homes. And then the, in some of the houses, there was, I had a neighbor that had the sunken living room. Oh, yeah. Which just seemed like a tripping hazard always. <laughs> You just, you know, you get up in the middle of the night to go get a glass of water, and next thing you know, you're face down four feet lower than you were. You know, Tim, I don't remember which James Bond movie it was, <laughs> but it was a James Bond movie that had a sunken tri-level right. living room arrangement. And from the day that movie went to the day we were installing sunken living room, it was like three months. Everybody wanted one. No kidding. Yes, it was a James well, Bond movie. You know, uh, this is a funny thing. You know, it's, it, it is, I, I, it, there is a connection here because we are at Sanderson Ford, and the Bronco is back. It's very popular. Amen, right? brother. I listened to a podcast about the history of the Ford Bronco, and when they get to the part about the chase with OJ, this is funny. The, the low-speed chase in that white Ford Bronco led to a spike in sales of Ford Broncos right after that. Isn't that bizarre? <laughs> it's so, so interesting. Well, And it's not, it's, it's like you said, it's a slow chase, so it's not like it was a high-speed chase where they're like, look at the performance of this thing. No, no. you want 20 miles an hour. I don't need one of those. <laughs> we, we actually, uh, Willie and I did our show from a Bronco, a white Bronco, and we went, whatever it was, 23 miles an hour, and we went on the freeway. I-10 to I-17 all morning live on the radio, just trolling <laughs> along in the Bronco after that. So Now, you've mentioned really twice, we had a native Arizona that works for us in the office, and we were talking, and I don't know exactly the context of everything, but she just goes, wait, wait, Tim on Tim Benning Brook is Tim from Tim and Willie? I'm yeah. like, Yes. Yeah, that's and your right. voice didn't change. <laughs> the other names did, but uh, it's the same Tim. <laughs> yeah. Well, Willie's doing great. He's up in Prescott and uh, golfing a lot and uh, enjoying his life. I still talk to him probably a couple times a month, and uh, he's still same old crazy Willie. So, Good. Yeah. We're here at Sanderson Ford broadcasting live. It's Rosie on the House Show. Um, we are When we broadcast live, it's easier if you will text your questions. 411 uh, eliminates one extra, and then we'll just address your question live on air. Um, I do want to give before we go to break, which we're going to go to here in about fifteen seconds. I do want to, I do want to bring up this scam alert because with APS's rate change coming up, uh, it seems like whatever news is in the headlines, somebody figures a way to make a scam out of it, and so there are fake energy auditors going around to APS customers scamming you out of your money. If you haven't asked someone to come give you a proposal, do not answer the door 
and take the bait of someone offering you something you never asked for. And it's pretty easy to find out what kind of provider you are. You just go to the company's website, hit the coverage map, and I mean anybody can find out if you're on APS, TEP, SRP. Pretty, pretty easy thing to do. <laughs> I was waiting to see. No, we'll turn that down. All right, back live on the air here at Sanderson Ford in their beautiful showroom. Uh, we haven't mentioned it in a while. You know, a lot of times it's the latest and greatest Ford products that are in the showroom, but everything that's come in is majority already pre-sold, so it's yeah. getting delivered as it's arriving at Sanderson Ford. So Mr. Kimberly, the owner of Sanderson Ford, he took it over from his father-in-law, Don Sanderson, uh, a number of years back is a bit of a Ford historian and collector. Yeah. So he brought out some of his classic Ford vehicles that they keep. And I mean, he has Don Sanderson's Bronco, uh, fully restored 1965 Ford Bronco. He's got a 1915 Coca-Cola truck. And then uh, a couple vehicles down at the end. I don't know my Ford history well enough to know exactly what those are, but I did walk the floor room shore with Dave Kimberly and my uh, field recorder, and he got and explain what each one is but that 67 500 shelby cobra gt is just steals it for me well it's like he's like a big kid and they're like matchbox cars except they're real (laughs) they're they're real he's got a whole box of them you know what i'm saying he has shelby's signature on the dashboard along with Ansel ford well they were out for barrett jackson he stood outside their trailer waiting for him to come out and would you please sign my my Cobra? <laughs> it's uh, it's been an interesting a couple of years, and they've done a great job of uh, getting inventory and keeping it. And the thing I like, and I'll just put in a plug for him, uh, is that they don't they won't charge an extra fee for the people who are waiting for a car. And some of the dealerships do because they're trying to make up, but they're they do it fair and square. And so uh, it's a good place if you if you can wait if you can order your own car. Like this is funny. Uh, the Maverick is coming back. The Ford Maverick. Oh yeah. And I. I know Johnny Maverick. Johnny Maverick is a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. That truck is so popular that Ford had to say, "Hey, pump the brakes. We, you know, don't tell people about it so much because uh, we, we're can't we keep up make with sure the we production. Can deli- yeah, we don't want to disappoint people. Like you were saying, the windows were 22 months out. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a, and what an interesting time that. Uh, I was talking to one of the managers here on the phone this week, John, and I, I said, John, what what would it take to get a Maverick? He said, well, you're about seven minutes late. Eight, eight of them showed up an hour ago. Oh, and, my goodness. And they're all gone. That is funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. So a, 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 pretty popular, a pretty popular truck. The Detroit, Detroit Free Press can't say enough great things about and, that Maverick listen, and everything that it is. I'm six foot five, and I fit in this small truck. It's smaller than a Ranger in total size, but the interior, very roomy. So, yeah, I guess it's a... Well designed, and what a funny time to have! You've got the Maverick, you've got the Bronco, the Bronco Sport, you've got the uh, the electric F one fifty coming, yeah. the Lightning, the Lightning, and the Mach E. You've got five incredibly popular new cars, and they're just in such demand; it's they can't make them fast enough. So. I mean, they're headline busting, award winning models, just one right after another. Yeah. It's incredible. Well, we were talking home improvement there about this shower project you're yeah. thinking about at your house. Um, I, I will confess to you right now, uh, Mr. Hattrick, our remodeling company is not winning any popularity contests <laughs> when, we're, when we're delivering our quotes right now. 
Is it because of the supply? Well, that's that, that that's a part of it. But then the labor shortage oh, yeah. uh, has put a squeeze on the wage uh, to where if you want to keep guys you've been training for 10 or 15 years, and we've always been a ripe plucking ground. Right. I say, well, you worked there, you know, uh, even even offering signing bonuses if you'll leave there and come to us, you know. So you've got to make sure your guys are being paid and gals are being paid fairly and compensated fairly. They've got to keep them in new Ford vehicles. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, and their costs are going it, up just like everyone else. It is. Yeah. yeah. And then the material costs are skyrocketing. And then the schedule. So not only do we have to come and tell you that shower you wanted done two years ago that you waited for, <laughs> uh, it's going to take us three times longer and cost twice as much. Wow! It's it really is. It's so. Are it, you telling me, Rosie, that I need to go get a like a camping shower set up, a solar we can, outdoor we can, shower? We, we can hang a little solar bag on the patio roof with a little hose down the side. That's great. We can. Wow. But uh, and I've been in the business long enough to have seen some ups and some downs. But boy, this has been one of the biggest ups in pricing yeah. that I've ever seen. And I mean, this, this compares back to the 70s. Has it curtailed the demand? Are people remodeling or no. building less? No, but if we're going to talk about the philosophy of remodeling, I can tell you as long as people have equity and interest rates are low, yeah. they don't care what it costs. Right. Because they spend their equity and they consider it free money. Okay, and then in the last two years, they didn't have anywhere to go on vacation, so I know a lot of people stayed home and redid their place. So. The interest rates yeah. are going to put the brakes okay. on the remodeling market hmm. quicker than anything. All right. And a remodeling project, a lot of times you do it because you need it, but a lot of times you're adjusting for a quality of life, and yeah. you know, those are hard things to put a price tag on. You can't. So well, at if one you're point, living it uh, every day and enjoying it, I you're going to pay for it. I will it. tell you this. I can do your master shower for less if you let me put a second-story addition on at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it's funny. I lived in a neighborhood where somebody had taken a ranch home, a one-story home, and made it a two-story home. And when it was up for sale, and when I lived in the neighborhood, they didn't do it while I was there. But I, I went and I toured the home when it was for sale. Yeah. And I felt like I was ducking through the whole house, the whole first floor of the house. Like, I don't know who did this. It wasn't Rosie, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so... Down to our last half hour here of our live broadcast at Sanderson Ford. You can still come get your catalytic converter etched with a serial number to deter theft and avoid that and all the proceeds for that event. It's all being handled by the Citizens Academy alumni that benefits the Glendale Police Department. So you get your vehicle protected and you support local police at the same time. We've got a special guest with us, Mr. Tim Hattrick, who's joining us and then walked in and had to... Grab them, throw some headsets on. We've got Brady Bogan from the Morning Sickness Program. Ultimate party crasher. <laughs> there we That's go. Right. There we go. This, this interview is was going fine. <laughs> <laughs> and and then Brady. Brady. Well, Brady. I heard plumbing problems. I'm like, man, I can relate to that. Well, I was just kidding about that. Oh, we were okay. just talking about everything else. Oh. So I had to throw you off. <laughs> Darn it. No, but he does have a very patented uh, scorpion hunting business that he does at night i've I've heard from time to time oh let's talk about that i do um 
I use a six iron and tweezers. <laughs> you know, can I, can we go this way? Because <laughs> yeah, I have, let's do. I live in Sunny Slope, right on North Mountain, and so it's kind of a home game for scorpions. Yeah. I've never, I've lived here my whole life. I'd never seen one until this house, and mostly they're outside, but. Um, when I see one, of course, the black light, and then I take one of those grabber, those extended grabber things. Yeah, like a litter grabber. Yeah. Okay. And, and Snake I, catcher. And I take cleared uh, plastic wrapping tape, uh, packing tape, and I ball it up with a <laughs> sticky side out, put it on the grabber, grab that scorpion while he's still alive, you know, fold it over and close it in. Yeah. And then I have a board on my patio. It's called a <laughs> scorp board, and it's got a bunch of hooks on it. And each time I get one, I put it up there. And after a while, after about 15 of them, no more scorpions. They're like, do not go to that guy's patio. Yeah, they, they, they don't want to end up a wall hanger, huh? He is serious. I've, I've, I've read that, though, about scorpions. Like, if you take a couple out in the areas that you see in the traffic, it kind of keeps them away. But I don't know if that's true or not okay. because sometimes your backyard can change. Like, you'll see more one year and then next summer you won't see anything. Well, a lot of it has to do with what your neighbors are doing. Yeah. Oh, boy, as soon as they start digging something up, then they can all Kicks them up. They can all come over. So after I did this for a couple summers with the scorp board, yeah. um, I was down, and we have a neighborhood pool, and I got in the jacuzzi, and um, there were some you know, leaves and stuff on the surface, and as I was brushing away, bam, something stung hit. me on my forearm. I thought it was a scorpion. It turns out it wasn't. It was a brown recluse. Have you ever heard oh, about this? Oh, that's brutal. And Ooh. so two days later, I had, to, wow. I, yes, I had to spend a, a day in the hospital getting the, all of the whatever out of me. And uh, my daughter speculated that it was like rival motorcycle gangs. The scorpions couldn't get to me, so they hired the brown recluse <laughs> to take out a hit on me. But I, didn't want, I don't want to mess with either one of them ever again. I try to stay on the friendly side. We had black widows every now and then. And when my daughter was five or six years old, I took her out at night and I'd catch a cricket, and I would feed the black widow. So I figured if I'm helping out, we're on a friendly basis. They, he stays outside. Did it work? Oh, yeah. Oh, it did? They go after. A, I, I kept a scorpion for about a year and a half as well. Brady, who are you? Alex Cooper? <laughs> I, 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 Welcome I just, to my nightmare. <laughs> but they're, they're amazing creatures. I mean, those scorpions are so hardy, and they can live, you I've, know. I've dug through lumber piles for 48 years. I've slept on the desert thousands of nights. I've never been stung. Never? Yeah. How many of you? Jennifer has. I've uh, never seen her in more pain. No. I, I've, one finally got me after all of that. One got me on the bottom of my foot. It's the worst thing ever. It is, it, for 24 hours, it, it, it felt, for 12 hours, it felt like somebody had a hot fork in the bottom of my foot, and every 30 seconds or so, they twisted it. it was, and it just wouldn't go away. No, I don't want, Tim, I don't want to mess with that ever again. Tim, I I've remember. Been in the room when that woman gave birth to our six children. <laughs> And I'm telling you, that scorpion bite no, was, yeah. was she worse. Was, she was screaming, screaming for twins. It was, <laughs> I mean, it, it was the most pain I've ever seen. I'd in, rather have a baby right now. Hey, did, uh, all my cousins went to um, – who's that guy that was in the LSU stadium oh, two weeks ago? Okay, so Garth Brooks. Oh, Garth Brooks. That's Garth right. Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Garth has this weird ability. He can he can summons the powers of the earth, wind, and fire. I think because he was at LSU at Tiger Stadium. I mean, we we play his songs at the ball game. Yeah, Saturday you know, night in Baton Rouge. Yeah, uh, Colin Baton Rouge. <laughs> they play that, and the whole crowd's jumping up and down and stomping so much that it's set off the campus Richter scale. So they they called it an official Garth quake. Now, nice. I, I mean, that's pretty significant. I was 
when Garth first became huge, you know, this is back in the early 90s, uh, he performed at Westworld in Scottsdale. And they were expecting 5,000 people. They had 50. Ooh. And that was when he was just becoming the sensation that he wow. is. And when he played the Thunder Rolls, literally there was lightning cracking above the stage. A monsoon had rolled in. I'm like, who is this guy? And <laughs> what power does he have? Yeah. So he can make the earth shake. He can make the sky light up. You know you're big up. time, too, if you've had uh, multiple farewell tours. <laughs> yes. That's when correct. you're an icon. Yeah. You go, um, this is my farewell tour, and then you do, wait a couple years, you do, hey, I'm back. <laughs> With and another then, farewell. Hey, I think I'm hanging it up again tour. But no, he's, he's something else. He's amazing. Else. I, I saw him two years ago at uh, State Farm Stadium, and I, I still was in awe. I, I could not believe how good he is. He's and a, every song's like a standing ovation. Yeah. The people go crazy. Yep. He's got a lot of hits. He does. Yeah. He does. All my kids, home in the 90s, I mean, that was blaring on the radio constantly. I, I think I could sing Rolling Thunder backwards. All right. <laughs> Cue it up. Gary D, need the track. Man. Romy, what about you? What was your music? You know, What's your wheelhouse? It, it's changed over the years. Um, coming out of high school, uh, a lot of Metallica, ACDC, Morning show yep. on KUPD. Don't I remember the and cranberries? A lot of the cranberries. That was that was wow. before that. That, that was, was like crush. middle school. Wow. And that was uh, that was more Rachel was oh, the, okay. the leader All on right. that. My older sister. Rosie okay. knows the cranberries. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, I, right now it's funny. I when I turn on the classic rock station and I hear. Uh, Songs that were on KUPD 20 years ago yep. on the KSLX now. I'm like, <laughs> where, where do I go for classic music of the 70s and, you know, the Eagles? and My kids grew Doug up Doug Kershaw with CCR. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my favorite right now is the Turnpike Troubadours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are They're phenomenal. Good. And my cousin lives outside of Denver and was at their concert at the Red Rocks yeah. the other night. He sent me some videos. I was That's cool. I had some, some envy. I had to pray for after that <laughs> yeah there's the, the guy in country music right now that everybody's sitting has their eye on is uh cody johnson texas my, guy rodeo guy and very my daughters went to him a couple weeks author, ago yeah i saw him a few weeks ago at may Sampter. he's going to be a big deal yeah yeah well i can't thank you guys enough for stopping in on the home improvement show do you have a home improvement question Bruce? you know what um <laughs> what are you trying to tackle around your house right now well it's it's uh i here's my it's not necessarily it is home improvement, but it's whether you, you do it to your house or do you get another house, uh, you know, because you have equity in your house. Uh, yeah. But the uh, where do interest you rates have changed Where do you a go bit. with it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or do you keep your castle and, and do the stuff around there that uh, will probably have to need to be done in the next two years? Like I've got uh, a lot of cool decking. Okay. And that needs to be resurface yeah and so what would you recommend on a surface funny you would ask that question because just last week the topic in the 10 o'clock hour was cool deck you'll have to listen to our podcast all right all right <laughs> <laughs> we just covered cool deck last saturday so there's a lot of options to, yeah. up, to update that either to resurrect it and get it looking good again or to just go over the top of it. there's lots of options so many options that's the problem <laughs> It is. There. It's been a long time since Jennifer and I have remodeled, and it really is because we're out there. I'm out there on a regular basis helping people select this, select that, select this, and you see so many things that you like. Getting it narrowed down to what's going to go into your house yeah. is almost 
impossible. And then now having to wait two years for it to get delivered. That's the other <laughs> thing I hear. Anything that's getting done, though. So in the, the old in supply chain. Issues. Exactly. When, when I was contemplating, I, I actually started watching YouTube videos on how to remodel a shower because during the pandemic, I thought, well, I might, maybe I'll try it myself. So I got to the part. We'd where you, like to when that starts, yeah. we'd like to film it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, listen, I got to the part where you have to level the flooring underneath the shower pan. And I went, I am out. Get my power check rider. I can't do this. That's not me. Oh. You're better off just putting it on a ring camera, and you can just check in <laughs> yeah, on okay, every now okay. and then. Because that will be at least two years to redo that bathroom. That mean, I mean, it'll, it, the cost of the, you know, all of the parts is one thing, but then the cost of the liquor bill would be incredible. <laughs> for, you, for you and your wife. Yes. It was no, industry standards for years had always been you get a deposit when you start a remodeling project. And right. It wasn't anything big, just a intent. Yeah. You're serious. There's guys that are asking 50% deposit because That's they're ordering materials today. Yep. Yep. You know, you used to say, okay, we're doing the cabinets are installed. Go ahead and order the appliances because by the time... That's installed. The appliances will be here. Now it's like you order everything you can up front. Yeah. And when it gets here, you just deal with it. Whether, you know, the order of install might be out of order of when you get material, but you just you get your material. Well, you, you had the gentleman with the windows last hour. He said 22 months. 22 months from now, I'd forget that I'd ordered windows. <laughs> oh, it's like an Amazon Prime yeah. surprise. Yeah. Wait, oh, I, windows? Was I? Yeah. Did you order this, honey? Uh. <laughs> It, it, wow. it has been truly, truly incredible what we've been going through. But we are still remodeling. We are still doing successful projects. And we are still finishing jobs on time and on budget. It just takes a whole lot more work. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, one of the biggest horror stories out of the entire COVID thing was a buddy of mine remodeling for the stars in Hollywood. Um, you would know all of his clients. He had nine projects going at one time, and the cabinet manufacturer was coming out of the south. And the driver of that truck, uh, this goes back to about June of 2021, decided the COVID scare was so bad, he wasn't going to go another inch. So my buddy in Hollywood gets a phone call and says, nine of your kitchen cabinet packages are parked on Interstate 10, east of Fort Stockton, with no driver." <laughs> now, if, if one part comes in late for a kitchen remodel, I have to notify seven or eight subs yeah. on one job. Oh, jeez. So take that and multiply it times nine. Yeah. Fortunately, the cabinet company flew by helicopter a driver. Oh, and they dropped ended, them off and they got them back. And they wow. got them back. Those truck, but that one particular truck driver called his wife in Indiana and said, I'm at mile post 777 uh, on Interstate 10. Come pick me up. I'm wow. not going another inch. Wow. <laughs> could, could you break not? or break or oh, right. man, man, oh, man. We got a convoy. Could you not have driven yourself there and grabbed your own cabinets and, and hauled back? Or? Oh, if you had a CDL, I guess, if you were. Uh, yeah. But wow. the cabinet company came through. I mean, they, they delivered. That's Absolutely. awesome. I mean, that, what you say, that's the nightmare of, of being the general, I guess, is that one sub shows up or one, one part shows up wrong, and it just, it, it's a chain reaction to Change everybody else. Change the order up. Here's, yeah. a lot, here's a true story for you. Dormitory construction, ASU campus, five to 600 tradesmen on the site every single day. Wow. One electrician that was exposed at a wedding oh, no. to COVID 
shut the entire job oh, down. First, how do you build that into your schedule? Yeah. One electrician who wasn't testing positive. But he don't was you exposed. always get two weeks either side of construction? It's always two weeks. <laughs> We're always yeah. like another two weeks. Right. Yeah. Before we break, uh, and I don't know if we're going to have Brady one last segment. You asked me music earlier. My two all-time favorites are still uh, Waylon Jennings, number one, number two, Elvis Presley. And I never miss an August 16th episode when you do your skinny, fat Elvis, fat Elvis. Can, oh, can, yeah. can you hit us with this fat Elvis on the way out? On the- <laughs> do it. Never we don't. We, I just go back and forth with John on this. It's because – my deal is uh, my impersonations are nowhere close. That's the funny part of it. Yeah, right. So, but we do have a fat and skinny Elvis. And um, which one are John's, you again? Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm the one that knows a lot about karate. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and they're sandwiches. Yeah, man. All right. I love Priscilla. <laughs> Welcome back to Rosie on the House. We are here. Okay. Well, it's too bad. I was hungry. Y'all completely blew restaurant. We're getting through a little technical error in our headsets here. We've got <laughs> beautiful Saturday morning, though. Yeah, it's nice. Here we go. Come on, Summer. Bring, hit me with your... No, I don't want to say. Do your worst. <laughs> no, no, we need that. Or, or, or Arizona would be at 20 million people. Yeah. We, we really need the next 90 days. It, it kind of is a, is a population control device. <laughs> and I'm not exactly sure how it works, but I know that real dry super heat is what draws the moisture out of the gulf that brings the monsoon. So as annoying as those are, you know, if we don't get those, we don't get the rains. It's so funny because it switches usually on July 1st to July 4th, where one time we did a thing, uh, Tim and Willie did a, we had a, a gig playing at the, well, the, the station hosted the 4th of July party down at the Capitol, and we, we started that, and so it was 100 and whatever, 12, and then we drove up with our band and we did a gig in Prescott, and it was much cooler up there, obviously, and by the time we drove back home that night, the, mon- the, the winds had shifted and the monsoon had come in, and you could tell visibly it was just way more humid, and that was the start of the monsoon season. So it always starts right there in the very first week of July, and you can tell. And they, they, they are saying, I don't know who they are, but that we should see an early monsoon and an aggressive monsoon. I bring it on. Yeah, we, we, we could certainly use it. I don't know that we'll have a monsoon quite like we had last year. That was a record-setting Oof. monsoon that... It was, I mean, Tucson had 13 inches last monsoon season. Yeah. That's a, that makes for a beautiful southern Arizona, I'll I've, tell you I've that. got a grandson. <clears throat> I don't think he's ever seen it rain. He's only uh, seven months old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he probably hasn't. I think our last rain was, ooh, when was our last rain? It's been it a while. March. Now, last yeah. monsoon yeah. was one of our wettest on record, but yeah. uh, it's, it hasn't, <clears throat> we haven't seen much of it since. This, this was interesting. Last, uh, so want to see last year not two thanksgivings ago i went up with some friends and spent time up in uh, up on the rim and i had not seen the burn scar from the previous year's fire all the way up the uh the beeline highway it was appalling i could not believe it well then last summer i went fishing up at long lake and on the way home it had been after two or three weeks of great monsoon and all of the ground cover was just this bright emerald green. It made me feel so much better. I mean, long way to go to recover from that burn, but uh, it was so beautiful to see all the, the greenery once again where there was just devastation. That was the fire we were all able to watch from the Scottsdale working its way up yeah. four peaks and over the top of pine 
uh, creek, and oh, that one, that one hurt. That and one that hurt one was just a vehicle fire on the B line, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I remember that all of those those months through it was been the. Um, you know, the middle of the pandemic and the lockdown. So the world was kind of crazy anyway, but I'd be driving into work, driving towards the east, and as the sun was peeking up over four peaks, it was just gold and orange, and it was yeah. it was kind of beautiful, eerily. But, eerily, But I yeah. know that thing burned forever and ever. It was too bad. Well, we're Let's here. Let's not get any more of those this summer. Just no. bring the rain and no bring wildfires. It. Yeah. That would be a great Arizona summer. We're here broadcasting from Sanderson Ford. Uh, uh, Mr. Al McCoy was here earlier this morning, says he's been buying Fords here for over 50 years. I've been buying Fords here for over 40 years. Tim, you've been buying here at Sanderson I Ford. I mean, there's yeah. no reason to go anywhere else. I, it's true. My uh, wife got a Bronco Sport last year, and she loves it. Everybody stops her wherever she goes and says, what is She's that? She's a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And my, uh, my best friend, Mike Fenton, teaches uh, at Sunny Slope High School, and he and I coach softball together. He came in with his kids. They both bought Bronco Sports, like one day and the next day. So, yeah, we're trying to keep them busy here, all my friends and family. My first one, I still remember, I was driving a 1985 F-150. Had a little lift on it, and it was a four-wheel drive short bed. I mean, you go anywhere in that truck uh, yeah. off-road. Um, but it was 2004. So it was, you know, 20. That's 20 years ago. Wow. Well, 20, <laughs> 20 years on that truck, and it was at over 200,000 miles, and it was about the third time in a week Dad had to come tow me somewhere, um, and this time it was the radiator, or the, the, the thermostat, and we're on the corner of Dunlap and 19th Avenue, and we were actually coming to Sanderson Ford for a meeting, and he's like, just leave this truck here. <laughs> We're, you're going to leave in a new one. So you oh, talked wow. me into buying a, a new truck, and I left that day in a That's awesome. 04 F-150. That 80 was a pretty rig. It was candy apple red, really. Yeah, yeah. It was I jacked had... up a little bit. That was a pretty truck. I...